0: Hey, um, I'm uh, sitting here with some rather amazing, beautiful, original hand-drawn and hand-watercoloured drawings of various elements of Central Park, in particular um, the Jacob Ray mould uh, watercolours of the ceiling tile designs and floor designs, and I'm looking at these because of the generosity of a um, a, a very lovely colleague mm-hmm. uh, um, and uh, connection that uh, I made last year, and that's with uh, Cynthia Brenwall. Mm-hmm. Cynthia, hello, and thank you so much for making time for me again today.
1: Absolutely. Nice to be here and nice to be talking about our park.
0: Lovely. So we're just going to have a, a chat, if that's okay. Yep. And I just wanted to kick off really by asking you to give me a little bit, bit of your kind of professional background, your training maybe, the, the route to the Municipal Archives sort of before you, sure. you got here. I know it's pretty varied. Yeah,
1: I kind of, kind of meandered around a bit. Uh, I actually studied art. I'm a jewellery designer and metalsmith and then I had a little winding career in Washington DC and came to New York to go to graduate school where I got a master's degree in art history and library science, and both of those, I actually focused on archival conservation. So learned how to do kind of a very wide variety of things, <laughs> um, which is something that's a really big asset here at the archives. We're a small agency, so
0: sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I know just uh, from our previous conversation, just about your sort of, you, I know you were in Venice at one point as well. Yeah, I,
1: did a, I did a, I a, did um, a, two-month stint in Venice, um, doing some art historical research and 14th-century gold work, um, and I also did a fellowship for two months at the Courtauld Institute in London.
0: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. F- fantastic. And what, just out of interest, what were you working on at the Courtauld?
1: Well, I was actually working in um, their library and special collections, so mm-hmm. I was doing much more at the library and then did a lot of research at the V&A for a side project on, on decorative design.
0: Fabulous. Wonderful. It is uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a meander. Yeah. Um, and then just bringing you up to more recent uh, times, just yeah, tell me about, about the, the position with Municipal Archives and sure. what brought you in and your role, please. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm a conservator at the archives here. I work in our paper conservation lab. And I was actually hired for a grant-funded project, a small project, um, looking at estate inventories. Which was the first project, which was really interesting because we looked at... Um, their inventories of essentially everything was left in a house when someone died, uh, so they were very fascinating. Um, and after that, I was hired to work on this a second grant-funded project, which brought me to the Central Park Collection, um, where I did conservation on 130 drawings, and then I cataloged and digitized our full collection of 3,200 drawings.
0: <laughs> wow! wow. So, and, and just tell me the time frame for yeah. all of this. <laughs> uh,
1: that was less than a year, so um, yeah. it was a. It was very, uh, time management was really important.
0: (laughs) That's massive. You've managed to sleep amongst it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly.
0: That's serious, serious, uh, a massive volume of work. That's Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful. So, yeah, so you, you, obviously, you uh, were in the Municipal Archives at the moment here Mm -hmm. downtown. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about, about the... the oh, 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 give, give me an overview of the, sure. the municipal Archives, please. So
1: we actually collect um, only city-made records, uh, not just, you know, broader New York history, which a lot of people think that we do. So it's anything that's been made by the city government, which includes things like drawings for the park. Uh, but it also includes more um, mundane daily correspondence and um, legal records and Literally anything any agency produces with a historical um, value. We have three different, um, pri- two primary warehouses, as well as our location here at Chambers Street, um, where we offer um, more general public services, as well as a storage area for our more um, important collections.
0: Really, And then... So just yeah, maybe give us a little bit more um, of a note. You've, you've touched on some of the Central Park collection, mm-hmm. but it's it's obviously it's phenomenal and an yeah. amazing amazing resource.
1: Yeah. So that collection. Um, Came in a long securitus route to get here, but we have about 3,200 drawings um, that are related to the Parks Department overall, and about 1,500 to 1,700 are early Central Park drawings. Um, so we did collect for you know the, the smaller parks as well, um, and it's it's a really amazing resource of the documentation of how the Parks Department grew, and then we can tie in with historical records and archival records. Um, Reports and whatnot, so it was really a great resource to pull all the, the information together. So,
0: so and, and just sort of uh, I guess the the, the kind of uh, the advert for, the, for for public access for, for the municipal archives. You know, I've experienced it firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, yeah. obviously. But,
1: uh, um, yeah, yeah, we're definitely um, working towards um a huge digitization project that's kind of a full force of getting as much public access available for people um, remotely as well as coming into um, our location. Our location here we do more kind of genealogical and, and scholarly research but if you you know we have an amazing um, photo and digital collection with several million images online, which just provide just this amazing look into the city, the history of the city, and includes our drawings here, so.
0: Yeah, fabulous, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Uh, so I, th- I guess, I mean, we you know, I, I'm just you know in relative heaven <laughs> <laughs> with these beautiful drawings in front of me again. And uh, I think it's, I, I was just gonna perhaps focus you Specifically, at the moment, on on the on, on the draw the 130 drawings mm-hmm. that you've been working on so, so intensively, yeah, um, and that's culminated in a, a, a fantastic book, which mm. is. You know, I think has added to you know to the wealth of knowledge about Central Park in so yes. many ways. It's yeah. exciting. <laughs> so, so, could you talk maybe a bit more about the, the, the mm-hmm. 130 drawings and, sure. and how that led into the book as mm-hmm. well, please?
1: Um, so they well, they were they came in from uh, uh, essentially a donation to the city. They we we to them as if they had been fugitive from the collection. Um, they came back to us mostly because they were all labeled that they were property of the City of New York um, in a a state of um, repair and disrepair. Some were in pristine condition, and some are, are um, you know, were really severely damaged. Um, so we put those back together, and they really added to the story of the the main. You know, thousand drawings that we already had because it was putting brothers and sisters together that had been separated for we actually don't know how long, but I'm guessing somewhere to from eighty to a hundred years. Um, so that's really part of telling the story and brought in some things that we had no documentation for previously. So pretty special to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, and I just in in a I, I know it's incredibly technical, but just I you, you I. Um, came to a fabulous talk that you and uh, Sarah Cedar Miller did mm-hmm. the other uh, the other week in uh, at the public library, and it was just it was fascinating, Cynthia, and just the, so you gave us a glimpse of maybe some of the techniques as well. So just just oh. give us a little idea of some of the actual sure. the, the technical work you yeah. were doing on some of these. Um, so the,
1: the first thing with all of them, they needed to be cleaned. Some of them had pretty severe mold damage. Um, so we do all of our work. Um, we do as mm-hmm. chemical-free as possible, as anything we do is really reversible. So we, we're not heavy-handed with adhesives and glues any longer. That's kind of an old technique. So, uh, But cleaning them was okay. the first and most um noticeable difference because they were filthy so really in some cases um, i was lifting up layers of dirt and mold and and these amazing colors emerged and really fantastic Um, but you know we have a cadre of tools that we use and you know work under safe conditions so that when we're handling mold that we're all safe and healthy um yeah so as natural as we can be (laughs) and
0: i just uh, just going back to the talk, one of the things that made us all laugh in the audience was your commentary about tape. so if oh, not <laughs> thinking of using it just give us that advice yeah. again please. Um, the, the,
1: the enemy of all conservators around the world is any kind of adhesive tape uh, and really no, DIY um, conservation so put your tape roll, rolls of solo tape away and um, no masking tape or even painter's tape uh, just don't do it.
0: <laughs> so, I like it yeah. thank you thank you for that health warning yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be in trouble with Cynthia and the, yes. uh, the gang of uh, conservators across the globe. <laughs> yes. Lovely so um, yeah, and I, I think it's. I'm just tr- thinking about uh, again, the, just just how it led onto the book. I mm-hmm. think just to talk maybe. I know you sure. spent maybe a. A year and a half, mm-hmm. at least, doing the actual conservation work. Perhaps. Right. And uh,
1: so working on, I'm literally the one person, because I did, in, di- in addition to this conservation of these 130, I then did the documentation and digitization of everything. So I'm the one person that has kind of seen this full collection and you just it becomes part of your life um you know the 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 designers are old friends of mine basically um because you know you 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 grab onto one thing and then you have to go research it Uh, and I love talking about the drawings so it kind of from there it turned into these great drawings you know a lot about it why don't we write a book not knowing what went into writing a book um, but then I spent another about year and a half between finding publishers and writing the book, uh, to put everything together.
0: Okay, so just this this is another advert, really, mm-hmm. unashamedly, because yeah. I think it's one of the most amazing works f- from my point of view. I, I love the book; it's yeah, a beautiful thanks. publication, and it's added hugely, I think, mm-hmm. as I said, to the body of the body of work about about this amazing part. Um, so just tell us tell us the full title Cynthia if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, it's called The Central Park: The Original Designs for New York's Greatest Treasure. Uh, And it's titled The Central Park for a reason. Uh, If you see any of the the drawings, um, they're actually all titled The Central Park. Mm. So that was really important to me to maintain that um, original name.
0: Lovely. And for anybody uh, interested in listening, um, it is a super book. It's a huge coffee table book, (laughs) and it's just a lovely, lovely publication. Thanks. Uh, And it's uh, a wealth of stuff. Yeah, well done, and it's Mm -hmm. superb. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just going to. We, we've got some of these ad- drawings that I um, mentioned before in front of us. The original um, hand watercoloured mm-hmm. um, technical drawings for a, a number of a number of the designs, um, the, the tile designs, but in particular the two major ones here in front of us are the mm-hmm. the the, the, um, the ceiling and the floor. Yeah. So just, I, I don't, I, I'm sure you know they're all kind of special to you, but these are, these are major drawings. These, these aren't two they?
1: really spoke to me. Um, again, this was part of this smaller collection. Um, they were in horrible condition. Uh, there were big chunks missing and some serious mold damage. And I spent a lot of time working on them. They're just spectacular the detail of whoever drew these was like their skill is beyond what I can even imagine um the colorers you know, because were someone else probably would have done the coloration and the amount of people and engineering and work and thought and everything that went into them is really amazing
0: that's stunning mm-hmm. so just I thought I'd, I'd, I'd promised when we spoke and you mm-hmm. kindly said you could give me some more time mm-hmm. I, I I said that I'd bring you some of the original um, tile fragments. Yeah. So I just thought that. Uh,
1: awesome. So the,
0: yeah, so the, the first one I'm uh, getting out is a is actually oh a piece of the ceiling. <gasps> That's um, so cool. So it's quite hard to kind of, you know, you can't reach the ceiling right. too easily in the, in, in the arcade. Oh my God. But
1: I'm these, kind of shaking, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. That is super cool.
0: So you will know yes. the bits of the design from yeah. looking at those drawings in sure. fine detail.
1: There, um, that's amazing. Yeah. Super cool. So
0: it was a, it's a small one because I've got a, a bigger one from the floor to share uh. with you. Uh, so there's a bit of rustling Definitely, going on yeah. here it's like get it out of the
1: <laughs> bubble wrap. Oh my god, that's so cool. Oh my god. Oh, that is so cool. That is amazing. Oh my god, and there it is. Mitten on the back. Ah, that is crazy. That is so, so crazy
0: so're yes. looking at um, we're, t- we're looking at a fragment um, of one of the encaustic tiles that make up the 16,000 tiles on the ceiling. it's, um, it's part of the, it, it, each tile is a four by four um, encaustic tile so-called inlaid tile, and they're actually glazed, which is unusual because right. mainly these were of course used for floors right. and you don't glaze something we mm-hmm. all put something that's potentially slippy of course right. onto floors. Cool. Um, next to it, Cynthia's just okay. holding, again, the hexagonal, um, a beautiful hexagonal um, uh, pe- original full tile from the floor. Um, the We were talking, sort of, before we started the conversation, and what was incredible from my point of view, from f- Matt Riley's point of view, Matt's the... Um, heads up the conservation team and uh, for the Central Park Conservancy, and, and really had a major role in relation to the restoration of the ceiling. But Matt and John Harrington, uh, his uh, close colleague, both um, found some original pieces of tile mm-hmm. which are clearly marked as Minton. Yeah, um, they're um, and examined as also geometrics from mm-hmm. a small a small test dig um, in the in the in the Bethesda Arcade floor. We didn't know, however, for sure that they were part of the original floor. So we know that the floor was commissioned, um, but we didn't for sure know that they weren't perhaps from something like the bandstand, which is quite close, the original bandstand, which we believe had Mm tiles as well. Until we saw your drawings, yeah. <laughs> and just for what it's worth, you know, you can yep. probably see, but these are
1: right through that edge, it, yeah. It, it's, it's,
0: these <gasps> are the, so the hexagonals weird. in the middle.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And
0: it completely matches where the test dig yeah. was, um, really, where they put them yeah. from. So we have, we, we've we've been kindly loaned, right, um, little sections which which match up,
1: right. with those
0: those um, those border details. I can't even. And and I think that. What's fascinating about the drawings? It's incredibly different. Uh, the floor drawings are so incredibly different to the mm-hmm. stunning ceiling yep. drawings. Um, they're, they're even more, um, yeah, com- complex in complex, some ways. Complex, absolutely. And so f- interesting. Interestingly, for me as a tile nerd, um, <laughs> they are. They they're not just geometric uh, caustic, but they're also so-called geometric, so right. just plain. Yeah. shapes as well as pattern shapes right. there's more there's more encaustics than we originally thought i think the mm-hmm. more we're looking at those fragments there's actually a lot of detail that isn't even detailed on the drawings right. but it, it, the individual pieces are they're smaller than the ceiling they mm-hmm. cover obviously the same square right. foot underneath it and the same kind of like basically out of the panels the, mm-hmm. the in fact the 49 panels um, rather than the f- um, rather than the, the the ceiling with the skylight right. missing from it. Yeah. Um, but the interestingly that we, we from your drawings we we've done a the best count we can. We think there's something like forty five thousand individual Carable, pieces. Yeah. Encaustics and, and geometrics that would have made up that lost floor, and and we're assuming a majority of them are just kind of b- yeah bashed up underneath as, sure. as the base. Yeah. Um, so it's just you know. Incredible, it this, is, um, th- and that, that I think that's been very, very exciting ever yeah. since we we met last year, yeah, and you've kindly shared things. Yeah, these. amazing. So, yeah. Um, I guess just you know we've we've talked about the um, like, you know I've talked about nausea and people listening. Probably, <laughs> goodness me. Um, so, uh, uh, glazed expressions, every pun intended I yeah. think, or, uh, but, <laughs> right. um, but I think that yeah, maybe moving on from just the the, the ceiling tiles and the and the floor tiles mm-hmm. I, one of the things that you um, you share in the book and you shared um, shared with us with an amazing range of different designs that um, specific to to ceramic tiles. Mm-hmm that i think in the main we think jacob Raymold, right. you know is behind but maybe just talking you, you know you talked about the natural history museum and all sorts of yeah. different places where tunnels were
1: they loved them and it yeah. was just like classic victorian work uh, a, a similar floor plan was done for the natural history museum in a temporary walkway uh, we have the drawing for that and that floor plan and i just can't imagine that they spent that much time and money for the drying, for the tile work, for shipping tiles over and getting all that ready. Um, Certainly Sheepfold um, still has, you know, any number of the tile work, uh, both inside and out, which I think is really fantastic. Um, So you can really see the coloration. Um, There's the uh, fountain at Cherry Hill, which was a, a drinking fountain for horses, which is an amazing not 20th century thing 21st century thing um, so I had to figure out what that was but that was um, certainly originally intended to be very richly colored um, with tiles it's not quite as colorful now uh, and then as you said we have the tiles down at the drinking or at the fountain in City Hall Park right near where we are mm-hmm. um, these are obviously um, reproductions because that's a reproduction fountain from the 90s uh, but we love having it so yeah,
0: it's yeah. beautiful and uh, so just just one last thing if I may about mm-hmm. it, just on this this part of the conversation I know um there's you know the the roundels that were in in the Bethesda Terrace Arcade Mm -hmm. and so the walls have kind of got a trompe l'oeil on and they weren't they were the plans were for sculpture sculptures and then the niches or the Mm -hmm. niches as you guys would say (laughs) I say (laughs) niches. okay and uh it's interesting but some of them were also there to be covered in tiles as mm-hmm. well and, and the some of the most stunning draw, original drawings are those. Yeah they're dogs. really
1: yeah they're really beautiful the drawings that we have for both the niches and the rondels in the middle um, are very the color is amazing and the detail um, and it it's very funny that I worked for these drawing on these drawings for so long and I knew the drawings for the niches and I had worked separately with the the uh, tiles for the the circles uh, and I never put it together that they were meant to be together <laughs> until I one day I was really looking at the drawing and in this niche drawing it says mint and tile and I was like oh my god that's where those were supposed to go. <laughs> um, so you know the drawings provide their their own directions. <laughs> Lovely and that's
0: that's a really nice sort of full circle to what you were saying about this you know you had this extensive collection and you had these missing Jigsaw mm-hmm. pieces or brother and sister yeah. um, mm-hmm. connections, as you had dis- you know beautifully described it, and I think that's uh, that's again, it feels it does feel like a huge jigsaw yeah, puzzle for sure. that's kind of yeah. coming together uh, more and more, which is, is exciting. Yeah. So I think um, just yeah, I was I was going to just sort of if it was okay, just uh, you you've touched on it quite a bit anyway. Mm-hmm. You've said you, it kind of bec- it becomes you know a labour of love. It's yeah. It's a huge undertaking mm-hmm. and. I, you know, I know you're. You know, obviously you're a high-level professional, but you're also incredibly passionate about this on a a personal level. So, just connect. You know, uh, obviously our focus in the main is on the ceramic tiles, Mm -hmm. and I know you're passionate about the whole Mm -hmm. set of drawings and everything that they represent.
1: Sure,
0: um, which is the reason why people should be interested in the book for sure. but just more specifically to the tiles and particularly to the to the terrace, perhaps just just if you could just give give me an idea of what how you feel yeah about how you felt about working on them and um,
1: especially with finding these two drawings and working on them, uh, the ceiling drawing was in really bad condition. I spent a lot of time on it. Um, I but I really knew the park more through the drawings and much more abstractly than visiting the people who live along the park. You can go every day, or you know I live much closer to Prospect Park. Another Um, Olmsted and Vox Park, Um, so that's my park really. Um, With
0: Litchfield, it's got (laughs) yeah, fabulous Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, So so I went after working on those drawings. I'm like, okay, you have to go and spend some time in the park. And I spent. I wandered around and took taking pictures everywhere. And then, unbeknownst to me, I didn't really know what was going to be inside the terrace. I'd been there a few times, but not as a after spending all this time. So I walked in and looked up and literally just started crying because it was like, oh, my God, it's exactly like the drawing. It's in these, my people did this. And um, so it was really a special, um, a really emotional, oddly emotional. I don't know, but it was, it was a really special connection for me to become part of the history of the park and keeping that history going. So that's, that's one of the things I love about my job is that I'm protecting history and protecting what's uh, taken care of of the history of the city.
0: Yeah. So. Oh well, that's, I think that's uh, that's very powerful, Cynthia, and I think that's. I, I was going to say, from my point of view, that's exactly what what you are, and what this amazing team of people and mm-hmm. an extended community of interest is, it, it, it's always struck me. You know, there's a huge sense. You know, people care. Yeah. You are absolutely part of the ongoing story of these
1: uh, yeah.
0: amazing pieces of work, it, it, you know, you, you are part of the history mm-hmm. and that's kind of incredibly exciting yeah. to be yeah, part of that legacy. Yeah, pretty amazing. So. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I think um, for me the final sort of uh, part of today's conversation was just sort of, you know, what next? <laughs> Other than to get some rest <laughs> yeah. and draw breath.
1: Uh, that's a tricky one. Uh, that's what everyone keeps asking. Um, you know, right now I'm still working on, I obviously work here at the, um, at the archives and working on conservation of other things. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, muddling around on thoughts for the next book because there is, I love telling history through the point of view of archival collections or art or, um, you know, showing tying different things together and telling the tales in a slightly different way um and yeah um you know singing the praises of jacob ray and calvert Vaux at this point so okay. yeah
0: well that's, <laughs> I, I think that's that's a, a very nice sort of final yeah. final commentary we you know i sort of um i said to cynthia you know i came from finding um having a look over in uh, in brooklyn that uh um, at, uh, and, and finding Jacob Romo's grave. That's so cool, which yeah. Which is uh, a <laughs> very basic little headstone, mm-hmm. and we're looking at, uh, you know, this uh, this amazing artist's yeah. work, and that work is rooted in his work with Owen Jones and yeah, the for sure. of grammar of ornament mm-hmm. and the Alhambra and all those kind of incredible yeah. Moorish influences. So there's there's yet more shared stories out there yeah. to explore, I think. For and sure. I'd love to think that we could continue to connect right. with each other i and hope
1: so i think this is a, a really exciting project and i'm thrilled to be a part of it so yeah
0: thank you so uh, much for making time for us thank welcome. you so much for allowing us to access these amazing drawings again
1: anytime yeah thank you thank you